going to your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Whoa, it's us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to behave. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Jimmy Clark. Somebody put out a question earlier today. What did you do, like, for music motivation? And, and wait for it, folks. Don't step on it. It's, it's this Iron Maiden's what I was listening to today. When the praise comes to read me the last night, take a look to the bowels of the last night. I'm a wall that has gone very wrong for me. And I don't know why it got me so pumped up, because I think it's about a guy on death row. Yep. Like he sees the clock through the prison bars. They're just so intense. Iron Maiden, very intense, man. It gets you going. I love it. I've yep. been on this kick lately. Uh, Amazon Prime, which one of the roommates has. It's fun having roommates in that regard. Like I have oh, the yeah. Netflix. Jonathan has the, the Hulu. Prime, Andrew's yeah. got the Prime. <laughs> we got. We're all covered. We don't need cable. Yep. And uh, they just put up one of my favorite documentary series ever. It came out, I think, in the late 90s, 98, 99, called Classic Albums. So they, like, sit there with... Uh, act- Usually they have the people that are still alive and yeah. kicking. Like, members of, like, Queens, A Night at the Opera is one. Uh, Asia from Steely Dan is one. Great album. <laughs> but I watched the one on Iron Maiden's Number of the Beast. And it's so Kind of pumps you up, don't it? It's so epic. Now, when you're driving in your little car, you ever crank it up with the top down and just crank some Maiden? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, well, actually, I put in earbuds with the top down. Don't you like the, everybody to know that you're rocking out? Man? I could. I just don't like to show off too much. Well, honestly, I'll just put it out there because somebody just smashed my window the other day. My stereo doesn't work. Oh. So the earbuds working for you good then, huh? Right. And I discovered when they replaced the window, the guy who was replacing said, "Hey, come on back here." He's like, "I didn't do this." I'm like, "Do what?" He's like, "I didn't I didn't take this speaker off. It it was like already falling off. It was just being <laughs> held with the door compartment being sealed. It's like it's the the glue, the adhesive's falling. The speaker's not even hooked up." Like, oh, well, thank you for that. That maybe that's why it shorted out. Could be. Uh, anyway, I've I've gotten by with like earbuds. It's not a big deal. Not a big deal. It's amazing what they have done with earbuds. You it get is some cool. really good music yeah. out of earbuds. Well, and with the standard Apple ear pods or whatever, yeah. if I'm driving top down and I just you click, don't get a lot of wind noise or anything. None. Now? Good. So I ask people when I talk to them, like, can you hear? Do you know what I'm doing right now? They're like, no, you sitting in your room? Like, no, I'm driving top down, down the highway. Wow. Yeah. It's fantastic. So, I mean, I don't need, that's where I was like, I don't really need a stereo. No. Often people ride with me. Anyway, anywho, this is an example, folks, of how Joey engages in self-care. If I've had a long day, <laughs> and I'm pissed off. I'm just. Ugh, all I don't. I, I don't want to hear any more about Joey's self care. No, I'm scared now. Uh-uh. <laughs> self care. Well, okay. Didn't we read that in the paper today? Wasn't somebody else taking yeah, some time well, off you gotta, for self care? No, you got to pamper yourself. Don't you twist this word self care <laughs> into some perverted thing, Southern Wood. 
I'm not twisting anything. No, I think you were. Now, you might twist it, but I don't. You're <laughs> over there about the term self-care. I'm talking about treating yourself. Exactly. That's what I was giggling about. <laughs> treating yourself right. No, I mean, like, eat some sort of comfort food. Watch a movie or a, listen to some music that you love. Like, maybe, you know, go get a mani-pedi. I don't do that, but... No, nah, you you get a mani pedi, you, you're just off my list. I'm sorry. Didn't Greg Budell do that? I, I, well, I'm sorry, Greg. I, if I you really did. would think about doing it because uh, I know a friend of mine that owns a nail salon. But I'm too embarrassed to whip out my big old Flintstone feet. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got the hammer toe. <laughs> well, that's why you all go. Across. They've probably seen it all. I got fork truck foot. <laughs> <laughs> like Mama June. <laughs> Well, see, I don't know. There's nothing wrong with... No, and that, do a, a workout. I've gotten to where if I'm in a... The holidays, I've been kind of depressed. Uh, just to be honest. It's the like, holiday season. It's it does a be weird... And I don't mean like I've been in a deep, melancholy crying. No, it's just kind of a blah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the only thing that's been able to pick me up, one I'm not going to talk about in detail on air, which is why I got rid of the facial hair, by the way. We can go into that later. But the one thing that is picking me up is when I work out and I do the DDPY stuff. Yeah. Like, if I really whoop my own butt in the morning, like, go hard, I will feel like a runner's high or something mm -hmm. like that afterwards. And it's great. So these are all examples of self-care. Sounds like self-torture. I know. But then I saw this news report today. I kind of went off. Alexandria Casia cortez Now, I, mm. I have been in the camp of dudes, especially you boomer dudes. Stop talking about this lady, this hey, new that, congresswoman. Hi, don't, don't go y'all now. Oh, I'm saying it. I'm, I like. Oh, you, no, I'm not saying. Ms. I'm not cortez. Talking to, I'm not talking about her looks. Oh. I, no, I, I'm saying that if you constantly harangue her and barrage her and critique her in the media... All you conservative outlets, it will only make her more powerful. Right. It won't let her go away. I wish we could just let her go away. But here's the thing. I, I don't I want her to go away. I, but I became <laughs> I became one of those people doing that. Because what set me off today is I'm all for self-care. I could talk a whole hour about the ways I take care of Joey. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rick would come up the stairs and say, uh, Joey, uh, your show has just been canceled. You're fired. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> rocket it. <laughs> Minute 27. <laughs> you went overboard, buddy. <laughs> but anyway, I'm all for that. Like, you want to you wanna pamper yourself in whatever way, go ahead. So when Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and I saw this headline of, she talks about how now that she's been elected to Congress and she's yes. a congressman-elect, that... She doesn't have time for self-care. She needs like, time off. Like her yoga sessions and these sort of things. And so she's going to take a week of self-care, which, you know what? That seems a little, like, why do you have to announce that? But I guess you're already All above. Right. That's not what set me off. I was still in that camp of, like, why is, why is this even a news article? But buried deep down in it, deep down in this article, is a quote from her talking about how well, working class people, mm, they just, this is a, it's a political thing. Self-care. Yeah. It's a, it's a political thing. And that's where I, it's a, it's an old phrase that feminists came up with. The personal is the political. 
And it really, uh, it got me going. Because when every aspect of life becomes political and requires some political conversation, maybe a change in the law or the structure of society, it's like, no, just do your thing. I'm looking for the exact quote here. Okay, quote, for working people, immigrants, and the poor. Wait, are, are both of y'all working people? I'm a worker. Yeah, yeah. you've worked. You yeah. work a lot. Yeah. Your collar is literally and blue, yeah. Clay. <laughs> and, and, and I'm poor, so I'm yeah. the working poor, poor right here, buddy. <laughs> so she says, for working people, immigrants, and the poor, self-care is political. Not because we want it to be, but because of the inevitable shaming of someone doing a face mask while financially stressed. Is that is she doing her little facial thing? That I mean, that's an issue that... Right. Before the campaign, I used to practice yoga three to four times a week, eat nutritiously, read and write for leisure. As soon as everything kicked up, that all went out the window. I went from doing yoga and making wild rice and salmon, not salmon. Salmon. Salmon dinners to eating fast food for dinner and falling asleep in my jeans and makeup. Okay. I keep things raw and honest. But isn't that just, Joey, isn't that just being busy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, isn't that just being busy? I, I that's just life? I, I think it's beyond being busy. I think that's called growing up. Yeah. That's what you do when you grow up. Ask right now. I'll give you her cell phone number. Call my wife and ask her last time she had some personal time oh. to sell, what, what's it called? Self care care mm. to herself right uh it's been 21 years ago right well, and it's right before for, my first just, child was no, born and i've been an adult i get i have some time in the morning i do a lot but since i picked up the show and started helping produce the land show and also I, it's been forever since i practiced nunchucks yeah but you still have time for your ddp right yes exactly i make time i you make time. the way i make time for that well you can do i wake up before the sun comes up. up you can do <laughs> you wake up things. early what I'm hearing from this chick is she did not do a damn thing in her life, and she accidentally got elected, and she's like, oh, I've actually got, oh, here's the curse word right here. You might want to put your finger on the dumb Don't button. say it. Don't say uh, it. Responsibility. Whoa! And so now she has other responsibilities besides let me just go out and spew my mouth or, right. you know, go serve coffee. Like taking a yoga class today? For four hours a day and, right. and you know, get by on that. And well, it's, it's just, it's the nature of this word political. It's like, it's one thing if she was just whining, I'm busy now and I can't do the things I used to do before that gave me some peace of mind. I think everybody can relate to that. That's why she got elected. She's relatable. And for lack she, of a better word, she, she did volunteer for this, correct? Right. It's, yes, she signed up. But I'm not really... My beef with her isn't like, oh, suck it up, buttercup. Yeah. I mean, because there is that. She's being a little overdramatic. A little bit. And you could wake up earlier, make time to do your yoga. I don't know. Don't. There are ways to do things and make time uh, for yourself. You have to prioritize but, your life, Joey. But that's not what really set me off. And where's the politics come in on this? That's exactly that's what, what I mean. set me off. Why is it political? It's political because apparently some people shame you because in, because you're poor, apparently, and if you have a face mask that you're you're not using your poor pittance of an income wisely. Did somebody shame you sure. or something? 
thing. But number one, I doubt people are getting shamed all over the internet for being, you're a poor person. How dare you exfoliate your pores? Exactly. Number one. Number two, even if people are shaming people for exfoliating their pores, who cares? Those people don't have any life if they're shaming you over, like, get a job, hippie. Whatever happened to sticks and stones? Amen. Mind your business. Amen. And I know I'm just going on this this big rant, but it, th- this idea of everything personal is political is incredibly dangerous. Incredibly dangerous. And I, th- I think it I think it goes to exactly the opposite of that as well. It's the reason that is is that everything political has become personal. If if mm-hmm. Joey's a libertarian, I'm. Uh, conservative, and you're uh, here. A, a liberal. Okay, and he's not, you know though. Democrat. <laughs> which I mean, he's not. But if if we're those three different right. people, I can't still look at Eddie and say you've got a great sense of humor. I like hanging out with you, and you're a fun guy. I disagree with. You. That is gone. You can't do that. It's I, rare. It is. It, it rare. is very rare. Yeah, you're right. It's no, not I had gone. a lovely Democrat Beth comment on this post of mine, and we had a wonderful exchange. We didn't agree necessarily, but we weren't mean to each other. Actually, I said, "Damn it, stop being so reasonable," in one of my posts to her. So, like that can exist, but that's one aspect where it's like part of your personal identity. Well, that, the personal you make it your personal identity. Yeah, and I've I've done that too. Where like everything I care about and what Joey is is politics. Mm. That drove me nuts. I'm still recovering from the burnout that happened from all just my life is just political news. Overwhelmed. It it, it led to a bad place. Uh, number two, though, the personal is political. Just think about what she's saying. Is because the poor, the working class, and immigrants. Which I guess she's repeating herself there. Pretty much. But because they are, have trouble affording these things, or there's a perception in some minds that if you pamper yourself, you're wasting your income, you're not saving to get ahead or something, then somehow this is a, now a political class issue. There's some disparity in life. Like, I wish I could afford and, you know, wear a face mask and exfoliate my pores without anybody shaming me. And without having to worry how it breaks my budget. And that's a political... No, it's not. Oh, it's just ridiculous. Because if every disparity in life, every perceived slight, every real or perceived wrong, every little difference is now a political issue, what, what can't the government touch? Well, there's no limiting principle. When we were younger, um, and you know, some people had money, some didn't, you didn't really notice it as being young, but... You know, when our friends went to the beach and we went to Mortar Creek for vacation, we knew there was a difference. But I never once thought it was a, a political deal. Or right, it's just hey. And at that time, I had no idea. But at that time, their their family said, "Hey, we've got X amount of dollars. We're going to go to the beach." And our family said, "I got X amount of kids. We're heading to Mortar Creek." And that's you know that's where right. we went. Well, and that was just the way it was. Well, I was getting at this with Troy last night, uh, where we were talking about Miss Spain. Yeah. And uh, the nice you mean Mr. Spain, Mr. Spain? right? <laughs> it, it Spain. Well, I mean, if I showed you a photo, let me find a photo oh, here, just for a photo. just for the edification here of. Uh, of uh, you shouldn't have said nothing to eighty four and, and, and let it. him fall for it. You've seen Miss Spain? Yeah, I've seen it. You sure? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's see again. Look at the photo. That is Miss Spain. Yeah, right there. All right. 
Yeah. And if you weren't really looking, fooled me. You'd think. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's it, not just a woman. That's an attractive. Especially woman. if she's in a beauty pageant, you kind of right. go with the assumptions of, wow, that is a good-looking woman. Right. And there's some people that are going to say, it looks nice. It or now you're being so rude, you're misgendering her. I'm you're, not. You. You are not accepting her identity. Just just because she does not have a vagina does not mean she's a man. It means it's an it. If oh, yeah. you are a man and you look like that, you're an it, okay? And that's fine. Well, no, you're if, a trans hey, woman. If that's what it wants oh, to shim. be, let it be that. But it proves one thing. Mm -hmm. Men are superior to <laughs> women across the board. At least you're saying Spain. that even a man could outdo a woman being a woman? This thing just won Miss <laughs> Universe, so even it's not a man... A thing, it's a person, sir. Even a man <laughs> is a better woman than all the women in the entire universe. This man <laughs> beats this woman at being a woman. I love that it's Miss Universe, too. Yeah. I know this is an old joke, but it's like... Did you see the Martian contingent? <laughs> right. Exactly. Really strong. Well, not even this... We didn't limit to the, the galactic Miss Galaxy here. Right. This is universe. What about... I guess we're going to have to change it to Miss Multiverse. Like, in all possible worlds. I'm, you know, I'm just saying. Miss every Universe is a dude. Well, if we did... If we did every if we didn't miss multiverse, every contestant would win because oh, it's course. all possible outcomes. Right. <laughs> they wouldn't apply because the rest of the universe is like, what the hell, a dude <laughs> winning Miss Universe? But here's my point. I'm bringing it's this. Rigged. Here's why I'm bringing this up. It doesn't really bother me. Number one, it might bother some people more than others. I just don't get it. Right. I. I don't, it goes. That's the reactions go from. I don't get it. That part of me doesn't really get it. Uh, I, I, some people get it. Some people are outraged by it and disgusted by it. I mean, there's a whole. Some people are like, "Oh my goodness, I completely understand," and I'm with you 100. percent I mean, there's this whole spectrum of opinion about, say, Miss Spain or transgender people. Here's the point: leave politics out of it. Leave the politics out of it. Just have a conversation about it. Yeah. And we you know what happens. Most people are like. Well, all right. I'm just—I didn't have to judge it, so I, right. Yeah. Well, it it Spain won because they had a shot put competition this That's year. That's what I was wondering. What was, and it could yeah. just chunk it. Was it yeah. the swimsuit that got him? What what put her over the edge? I thought it was a javelin throw. <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> but, uh, here's the thing: the social issues, the cultural issues. I mean, some are very. Most of the time, they don't, they don't need to be about the law. They don't need to be about politics. Yet, some people call that stuff political. It's That's like, really no. Really. I'd like to reclaim the word political and politics to mean things that the government does by law that forces you into a certain box because it's a law. You can't do this. You can't lie to the FBI even though they can lie to you. I mean, you can't steal from other people even though the government can steal from you. Yeah, you can't kill other people. Well, but the government, the can, government do can do that, especially if they declare war. They can kill a lot of Anybody people. Oh yeah, That's right. It's almost like the government morality gets inverted. It's like we got to violate your rights to protect your rights. It's a weird thing. I don't know. That's, government, that's a whole other story. Do as I say, not as I do. Right. Yeah, and that gets very complicated. Well, and that's what—that's a great rule with raising kids, right, Southernwood? Mm. Do as I say, not what I do. <laughs> that doesn't confuse them at all. No, it doesn't, but they figure it out. They do, over time. 
And they, and they know what that means, and they do. <laughs> well, I had one coach who would be like, do it what I meant to say, not as what I said or what I do. Yeah. At least she was honest. Vegas <laughs> confusing for them. <laughs> but no, I mean, that's because, but, you, t- you know, as far as raising children goes, I mean, that's, you go through different stages in your life. There are words that I use that are not appropriate for my children to use. Now, okay. at some point, it will be you know, be appropriate for those words to come out of their mouth. But when they're 9, 10, 11, you don't say that. No. And there's ways that you communicate with people. So that there is a double standard that I would say is is justified. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Oh, yeah. It's just, I don't know. And the personal is political thing. It, it's like, okay, now we have to make a definitive statement on whatever the hell's going on with this Spain in a particular way. This is the essence of political correctness. Now, don't get me wrong. The left takes the cake on this personal is political thing. They do most of this oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Most of the PC stuff yep. comes from the left. Most of the language policing obviously comes from the left. Uh, a lot of the wanting to take every inequity or disparity in life between different groups of people and types of people, men and women, all the different races, it, usually those critiques are coming from the left. But on, on occasion, I think conservatives do it. And I, I, oh, I, I made some people spitting mad on the book of faces saying this. But number one way that a lot of people, when it's a personal problem, or I would put it this way, a problem, even if it's a social problem, that people should be able to solve or at least deal with personally, voluntarily, with their families or friends, even all go to the extent of their local government. That's a little too far. We should be able to solve it. And unfortunately, conservatives play into that. It's like the drug issue or prostitution. Now, this is Joey waving his libertarian freak flag here. Let it fly, Joey. But... When you start saying that, oh, because these things are morally wrong, yeah, that's a personal taste, a personal opinion. And actually, I agree with you, especially like prostitution. If sure. I daughter or mother or something, I know, it's like, why are you doing that? But if, like, say that daughter of mine started doing that, and I was mortified. Like, I, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm so disappointed. These sort of things. If she insisted... Like, I enjoy this life. I would still not condone it. And I'm not going to call the cops. Be like, hey, come lock her up. Or lock up the John or whatever. It just, that's not how I think. And I think sometimes people inject that personal feeling, even a deeply held conviction that is justified in many ways. And they say, because you don't agree with me, I'm going to force it on you. Right. Or other issues. Here's the biggest one. It happens on the left and the right, and it's been the politics in America for a while now. But I don't think it serves as well. The politics of jobs and wages and all this stuff. I agree. Like I I'm not I lost my job. I don't have the I'm not getting the wages I want. I'm not making as much money in my, in my business as I would like. So please, Mr. President, please, Mr. Senator, Congressman, whatever, do something about it. And I, even if you believe in free markets and you're saying, remove all the barriers, there's something about that populist rhetoric that has been, and again, it's, it's what both sides talk about, the middle class, the working class. I don't know. If I've, I feel like I'm a working guy as much as a talk radio host is, but in terms of income, I feel like I'm pretty working class. Yeah. I don't stay up at night, and I don't, I don't have any inclination to go, hey, Martha Roby. 
get me, make sure my jobs are being taken care of. Yeah. And it's just, it's something we need to get away from. I think we can solve most problems as people. We can solve most problems as a society. But I think the dirty little secret is what happens when you make personal things political. Oh, you can now say any little grievance gets me power. It gets me stuff. Right. Whether it's I'm too poor, give me Mm -hmm. a handout. Well, that's like it's Spain there. I mean, I saw two weeks ago they were putting all out that it was probably going to win. Right. Well, no. I guess we call it it universe now. Yeah. And so they were just kind of trying to prep everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And and Soften and that's the, the reason that mm-hmm. it won yep. is because it's we'll an it. One misbank, Let's one put misbank, an yeah. it, you know, in. Well, what's going to keep Bruce Jenner from going for it next year? Mm-hmm. Don't know. Well, oh, his conservative views. No, that her look conservative views don't look that great in a dress. No, it's not a her. What is a her? It's a he. I, it, 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 uh, X O. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, X, Y. <laughs> it's just, I, I don't know. I think everybody in terms we already X, do. X, Y. But here's, you can dress how you want. Here's you my final what you want. My final word on this. We'll have a little fun on the other side of the break. Is we, we make too many things in this country a political question. Everything's political it's now. It's going to way, rip yeah. us apart more than it already has. In terms of personal relationships, and it's going to make a lot of these problems we're yelling at the government to solve worse. Right. It will make the problems worse. Joey, look at the wall and look at what all the Democrats said five years ago about building a wall. Oh, exactly right. They're all. I can remember Hillary Clinton running for president her first time talking about building a wall, a barrier, a fence, not and a wall, not I, Trump's wall. And now it's you're the most evil human being on the face of the earth if you even think there should be a brick in right. front of them. But they won't admit they really, they won't just say let's have open borders because they know that's what they'll get. In four years from now, maybe, it'll be swapped right, right around. Like, on most stuff though, maybe I just don't have the inclination to save the world. I think there's stuff wrong with the world and I'll deal with it at come as it may, but I'm not like seeking out can like... I t- can I take care of myself first right. before I try to heal the world? Right. And maybe if we all did that, it'd be a little bit Amen, Eddie. Eddie. Amen, Eddie Bader. He's a brilliant man, folks. He's not only great at real estate, he has great insights like that. And he likes pizza and beer. We got to hit a break. Joey Clark. Certainly not. You know the rules, and so do I. And I'm, uh, it's, a lot of this stuff is nuts. I've found, you know, talking about, in a word, what I don't like, personal is political, busybodies. Oh, yeah. Busybodies. Like, the neighbor, who, instead of, like, knocking on your door and saying, hey, your music's a little too loud. Turn it down? Absolutely. Understand immediately calls the cops. Yep. It's like, or or just goes to everybody else in the neighborhood and says, "Listen, how loud Joey's music is." Right. Instead of just oh, saying, "Hey, dude, can you turn it down a little bit?" And be like, "Yes, fam, I'm sorry." 
Like, just considerate things in that way. Or, I mean, there's one guy, uh, a libertarian named Roderick Long. I think he was last I heard a professor over at Auburn, philosophy professor. And he was talking about ways to reach the left. And he actually made a really fascinating point to me. He said that there are two types of people on the left, and sometimes, especially local politics, they might be on the right. I don't know. Depends on where you live. But he said these two types of people on the left. One is like the person who really is the bleeding heart. It's like, I see poor people. I see people that are being discriminated against. I see people that have like true, like, they're having a rough go of it. And things should be made better for their lives. Which is a pretty normal impulse. If anything, it's a Christian impulse. Like, sure. help the people, right? you know, feed the hungry. Take care of the sick. Visit people in prison. Like, basic, basic commandments here. Then there are the people that are driving down your neighborhood, and they go, your driveway is not straight enough. <laughs> I'm calling the Homeowners Association. Yep. <laughs> you left Put your a trash can. On you the can't front of your, paint uh, your house like that. You left your trash can on the curb a little too long. Right. And it's just like, it's a, it's a huge world of difference. Like, I can talk to the person, and I might say you're, you, you're too compassionate. You're so compassionate, you're heavy-handed. That's an argument I might make to somebody on the left who's a bleeding heart. But for the person who's like, I want to do, I want to save everybody for their own good. Like, you can't, the teenagers are vaping. It means they're not using as much drugs or cigarettes. Drinking, teenagers are drinking less, and they're not smoking cigarettes as much because they're now replacing it with vaping. But now, because it's being replaced, vaping's a big scourge of the earth. It's that sort of crap. It's like the... I don't get the impulse. I don't get it at all. I, I think I don't it, like busybodies. I, I think people, when you're talking about busybodies and things like that, is what people are actually saying without saying it is, I want you to be exactly like I am. Yeah. If you're not exactly like me, then you're wrong. You're wrong. Yep. Well, and, and instead of confronting you and mm-hmm. being, a, you know, a, a grown up about it and saying, Joey, I've got an issue with. The way you wear your hair, I really think you need to cut your hair. Right, it's too long. I'm going to go to Eddie and say, Eddie, man, look at Joe. He looks like a freaking hippie. Yeah. Look at all that long hair. Mm-hmm. Probably got lice. I look and, like a skinny wrestler. Probably don't be leaping Lanny Popo looking <laughs> Joker. Oh, what the hell's wrong <laughs> yeah. with it? But that's the way people want to do, and it, it. I guess it it builds some people up when you I can suppose. talk down that's about just how other a lot people. of people build themselves well, up. They build themselves up by knocking you down. But, I can't stand. But that. isn't this the worst aspect of it? Is the way people will treat. Children, and it's gotten worse. Like Utah actually passed a, a what's called free range parenting law. I saw that because people didn't want to be on the hook. Like you can go play on the playground in the neighborhood, and I don't have to be there like watching you. You're mm-hmm. eight, nine years old. Go ahead, okay. play, little kid. And people were calling child protective oh, services. Yeah. These kids are unaccompanied. Something bad could happen. It's like, ma'am, are you calling? Are you going to do something? Like, I was just hanging out here in the playground watching these kids. And there aren't any parents around. <laughs> I don't have any kids of my own. I'm just no, out watching these. But here, a busybody, I think this is somewhere in Massachusetts. The busybodies waved down police when they saw a boy around eight years old or thereabouts uh, walking by himself. Okay. When the cops confronted this little kid, they, he told them he was going to his grandma's house. He liked walking to grandma's house. Grandma confirms this. Police then spoke to his parents about the dangers of letting children walk alone to grandma's. It's unclear if they had anything about big bad wolves. 
Well, I think I would have talked to the policeman as nicely as I could, but... Uh, You're right. Yeah. Well, and there are all sorts of examples. Uh, Texas writer May Cobb was returning to the car with her autistic five-year-old after a day in the park when they stopped by. They were stopped by the cops. Someone had reported a boy with messy hair and two short pants. Even the cops were embarrassed to be following up on this, but follow-up they did. Why didn't they follow up on that? Right. It's just... What part of that says, hey, there might be a law being broken? Right. It's just... Uh, here's the what worries me. It's not just, like, kids. Mark my words. What they are wanting to do to kids and how they want people want to control kids. By they, I mean the busybodies. Hmm. On the left or the right, want to control kids. They will do it to you. Well, haven't you seen it here, I don't know, maybe a month or so ago? There was, I want to say it was in D.C. where they were at a park. Uh, there was a black family having a barbecue, and this yes. white lady was going crazy. You're not allowed to barbecue out here. And then a couple days later, there was another one like that. It's my house. I can do right. what I want. Those are the kind of people mm-hmm. that really we should put on a plane and send somewhere else. They well, or just, just don't them, need to be here. Stop giving them power. Yeah. That's my solution to this. But no, what people will do to kids, how they want to control kids. Yeah. And school, they are going to do to you as an adult. That is where the busybodies are going next. And you know what, you know what the argument I hear when I say you should legalize cannabis, legalize pot or whatever? What about the children's access to it? I'm not a kid! I'm 30 years old! What about if you can't watch your 8-year-old enough or even your 14-year-old in middle school enough to where they aren't smoking pot or consuming some edible, maybe you're not a good parent and you should leave me alone. Well, as as Good a God. kid that used to steal liquor out of the friend's parents' liquor cabinets, you know, they would start marking the bottle, so we'd just put water back in there. <laughs> you, I don't think you can do that with the cannabis. But I don't think you can that's, say that's, once it's gone, it's gone. That's a remarkable argument. Use oregano. You put no, uh, oregano, right. no. Thank you, Eddie. Not Laura. water. I, I didn't know nothing nip. about that, but thank Ooh, you, Eddie. Yeah, yeah catnip would work. <laughs> All I got to say is two words. Sesame Street. I've said it before, and I stick by it. Sesame Street. Run this country. (laughs) Run it. Now, you didn't watch Sesame Street when you were young? Not much. I I I watched enough that I know some of the characters. What is it? The Cookie Monster and... Who's the the green dude? Oscar Oscar the Grouch. I liked him. I like Oscar. Big Bird. Bert and Ernie. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, Dave Chappelle, I think, has this whole thing on the count. Now, the yes, count's a does. pimp. He's count. Like, I remember like, count. Bring I me my money. One slap. Two slap. <laughs> 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 yeah, I remember count. That's about the only couple that I remember, but it it weren't the country. I honestly, I don't remember the lessons of Sesame Street. I was too small. I just enjoyed the puppetry. Uh, but they weren't yeah, lessons. I, it was indoctrination. Yes. Is what that was. Well, and that's what happens. These precious little children, they grow up to be and that's voting citizen busybody. No, you grow up to be people saying, oh, there's an eight-year-old boy walking. I need to call the police. Right. What the hell's wrong with an eight-year-old boy being mature enough to walk, walk down the street by himself? I don't have time for yoga or to cook myself some bourbon salmon, so let's have a Converse town hall about it. Well, and that's good God. Else. Why did she feel the need just to come out? I mean, why can't if you're just having no? It's actually part of day, her. Just it's a day. why the credit to Alexander Acosta Cortez. The reason she got elected is she uses social media very well, sure. and she's personable, relatable. I mean, there are a lot of people who are growing up who go, "I don't know how to manage my time." 
She's, and so I'm not saying it's a great gripe, but it's just it's related. That's something you learn with time, is it not? Let me let but me rephrase. They're learning it for the first time. Yeah. This is the thing. Let me rephrase what Joey just said. She's narcissistic, <laughs> and she puts on Facebook every moment of her life. She is the person that it's says, a perfect politician. Here's here's. My supper tonight. Everybody oh, look at it. I love it. them people, yeah. That's that is, that is. makes for a perfect politician, though, doesn't it? I don't know. Well, not in my opinion. Not in my opinion, but I think in hers because now she's available to everybody. There's Narcissists no... that are completely transparent and open to the public. <laughs> hey, look at what I just did in the toilet. I'm impressed. That's what happens yeah, after you eat a whole bunt cake? I wish you wouldn't send look me those. <laughs> don't send me those no more, Joey. I really don't mind. <laughs> Real quick, let's go to the phones. Jake has been waiting. Hey, Jake. Hey, thank you, Jay, for taking my call. I, I can tell you guys are doing pretty well tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good deal. Well, good deal. Well, hey, thank you so much uh, for everything that the whole network, the whole Blue Water Broadcasting does for for this whole town and, and the surrounding areas. You know, uh, in my mind, we're all in this together. Maybe. Let's not make it about a party, uh, about well, black, so. white, yellow, green, purple, orange, or blue. We're all in it together. Let's make the best of it. And, I, you know, Mr. 84, I think is his name. You know, Good old you something, to, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have to really go with the it thing. I mean, we're all people. That's true. We're all, we're all sacks of skin. I didn't say it wasn't people. a person. I just this isn't it. We're all sacks of skin with two people. We're all meat suits, but Southern Wood. Meat suits. Yes, we're hey, meat Joe, suits. Joey, thank you all for everything that y'all do. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you, Jay. All right. We'll see you, Jay. Well, and to Jake's point, I kind of came to this realization when I was burnt out a while ago, especially around when mom goes getting sick. Um, is the personal isn't the political, the personal eclipses. The personal is more important. Right. Than the political. Should always be, yes. And, and then when you intertwine those two, it makes the political so dangerous. When yes. you turn political personal, well, yeah. right. everything triggers you. And then, and then right. you have to hate somebody. Yeah. That's, Somebody's got to be the boogeyman. Or if you think you're going to find salvation or solace or like for the long right. dark night of the soul, you're like, yeah. oh, getting a poly. That's yeah. the opposite yeah. side of that. Becomes too zealous. Just as but, dangerous. Okay, we got about 20 seconds here. Who's this on the phone? Hey, Zelly, this is John. John, we got like 15 seconds. Go, say what you got to say. All right. Hey, we can't blame the millennials because the parents are the one that raised them. Amen. They say that everything they're doing is their fault and it's not. Amen. Well said. <laughs> well said, John. All right. Y'all have a good night. Thank man. you, John. Have a good one. That's it. I mean that's uh, that's perfect. You you open my eyes to this. That's just... Yeah, but aren't children really the teachers? So they are the ones to blame. <laughs> children are. No, the the, the <laughs> children teach them well. Yeah. Show them all the future. <laughs> Let them lead the way. Well, I'm going to go practice some self care <laughs> later tonight. <laughs> I was trying to say something really meaningful, and you got me tickled. <laughs> Eddie, thank you for joining me. Hey, it was my pleasure. Folks, my pleasure. give him a call, check him out, and Southern Wood, thank hey, you for Hey, wait, me. let me get out of here before you start self-care.